You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Ticket Weeknights. Okay, here's the deal with Nicole. Live from Coppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. She's just going to tell it like it is. Nicole is, uh, she's very wise. Sometimes you're not going to like it. Here is your host, Nicole Griffin. Shout out, Big Voice Bob and Sip and Jake. Always appreciate hearing that intro. Just warms my heart. Nick, What's sit up. up. You're I'm sorry. small. I was, uh, oh, because I was standing, now I'm sitting. Thank you, Carter. There he goes. There, it's fixed. Okay. Welcome in to the second hour. We're doing great. How, are you feeling okay? Are you still, are you dragging butt at all? Are we, mm. is that starting to kick in or? Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm doing okay. You know, we're going to talk to uh, Brian Christofferson coming up in 10 minutes, uh, nine minutes. He just li- got... He just got done listening to Scott Frost talk, and so we're going to get his thoughts. Not about Scott. We're going to get his thoughts about O'Shawn Mathis, who just dropped a 12-minute, 45-second commitment teaser video, which I called it that, and someone said, it's a documentary. And I said, it's a teaser video, is what it is, so... O'Shawn Mathis, the transfer out of TCU, is in the portal. He has narrowed it down to Texas and Nebraska, and he'll make his decision on April 30th. So we're going to talk about that coming up with Brian. And then we're going to talk some volleyball. I keep saying that every segment. I just I don't want to start talking volleyball because it was the spring match this weekend, and yeah. I have so much to talk about. And then, like, for it's crazy radio time like so we have eight minutes until we need to call bc but eight minutes of tv news is the entire a block and so for in radio i'm like we have eight minutes that's so quick i don't want to start anything yeah i I will say so i've been able to learn more about like how tv works Mm. is this an opinion no no not necessarily okay um it's it's really fascinating though because it's so different. It's extreme. And you different. have to be on such a tight schedule, and everything is by the the second. second. Is it second? Second. Yeah, it's it's really really tough. Like one time, I had to cut a sound bite down from twelve seconds to seven seconds. Five and, I had to, and five seconds is a lot. I had to shave five seconds off a sound bite one time. Like I have a problem cutting two seconds off when I record a commercial, and I have a problem if well I, commercials I, have to be like a certain time. They do, but, they do. But I mean, same same idea, I suppose. Um... Am I able to give a shout out real quick? Yeah. 
Okay, so shout out to Cooper. Cooper. He's listening. Hey, Cooper, um, what's up? He uh, he is listening. He's a he's a good dude. Call good in. Kid. No. Bet, you, bet you won't. No, he asked. He texted asking if he could call in. What? Why not? We got Brian Christofferson here in a second. Can he keep it in under six minutes? You don't want no. him to call in. We appreciate that's the not shout it, out. That's not at all. But I wanted to shout out Cooper. Say thanks for listening, man. Keep working hard. He said that to you? No, I'm telling that to him. Oh. So he's a good dude. Okay. Good bud. 402-464-5685. What's the text line saying, guys? Uh, we have a dad joke. Mm. Do you want to hear a dad joke? No? Is it bad? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I kind of laughed a little bit. Okay, let's hear it. That doesn't really mean much. Uh, <laughs> this comes from OG Les Lancaster. I'm renovating the house. First floor is going great, but the second floor, that's another story. Oh, that's good. Okay. That was good. Good, I'm glad. He just sent that in? Earlier, yeah. He sent it in about at 6.55. Why? I don't know. Um, he also corrected us and said it'll be closer to about 7.57 p.m. if we're being honest when we are done with the show. Because somebody asked if we're going to late. Oh, my gosh. So just little, you know, little, little things. Okay, no, we're not going until 8. We're going until 7.57. We go until Carter hits the button for a minute. We go until I say, Carter, get me out of here because <laughs> I stress out. But That's good stuff. So, Nick, does yeah. my hair look different? Yeah, it's shiny. Why is it shiny? <laughs> you were tipped off already. I, I did tell you, though. I You know, mm. before shows... Mm. I kind of have to walk on eggshells because I don't want to... What? You do not. I am the nicest human being ever. We need to grab clips from when Nicole has been rude. <gasps> not rude. Not rude. I am not just rude. Just called, called me out and she's been like, no, no opinion for you. No opinion. Nick, why are, we, why are you talking about this right now? You came on my show and you said, I hate the NBA. Shut up. I did. No That's one it. cares. That's another thing is... We should start putting bets. We should be kind of like Vegas and start just putting out bet lines for um, how many times you're going to tell me to shut up in a, se- in, a, in a single show. Well, now I'm self-conscious. Over-under? What, what would be the over-under on that, Carter? Are we thinking like three and a half? On how many times Nicole, sh- Nicole. The, word, the words shut up yes. or yeah. like tells you to be quiet in general? Ooh. Or zip it. I also like zip it. Do you like... I, I've never been told to so zip it. I think it. shut up would be a lot closer to like a two and a half, three and a half, but it's, if, oh, okay. if, it's, if it's any form of for telling you to quit talking, it's probably more like 12 and a half. I think wow. that this is... I think it hurts my parents because we were not allowed to say shut up growing up. Neither were we. But here we are. Was there ever uh, like an age that you you got old enough where you're like, all right, yeah, I don't care if I say this around my parents? Uh, like the word sucks for me? Oh, sucks? Dude. I, I never wanted to say sucks around my parents. I said frickin' one time, and my dad thumped oh, me on the head. Really? Yeah, in the car. I said, I'm frickin' mad, and, and he goes, frickin' flicked me in the head. I was like, what the heck? <laughs> what the frick? What the frick, dad? <laughs> and then the he frick? backhand slapped me. No, he didn't. <laughs> no, no, he did not. He didn't. Actually, I, I had parents who spanked us. Yeah, same here. I didn't get sp- like I didn't, I didn't happen very often. And uh, I, I knew I was in trouble when soap, that did happen. Soap in the mouth. They always threaten me with that, but I never, never had. My that. brother and sister got it a lot more than I ever did. Are you the youngest? No. Oh, okay. I didn't know. You've never asked. So. You're right. So. Wow, I'm just waiting three more minutes so we. How can many call. siblings do you have? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Carter. I hate I'm not answering. Yeah, that. you hate these. I've. That's one thing I've learned. 
is that you hate the small talk questions. You don't have time for it. You don't care. Yep. I don't care. Yeah. It's just. How many siblings do you point. have? Five. What? Wow. Where do you fall? Four. Bottom. Yes. As fourth in like your down. second youngest? Like fourth. No. Yes. Your Third second youngest. oldest. Fourth oldest. Because there, there's five so siblings. Second. So there's six. Yeah. No, oh. I am a sibling as well. Oh, <laughs> thank you. Okay, you know, don't feel bad, Nicole. I was in the same boat. I was in the, we were in the same place. I'm fourth, so you're yeah. second youngest, second oldest, third youngest, fourth oldest. There's six. Yeah, I have three older brothers yeah. and two younger sisters. Third youngest, fourth oldest. So if yeah. that makes no sense. No, 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 no. So if you if there's are there there's three more older than you. Yeah, and there's two younger than you. Yeah, so you are in the middle. Yes, he's the bottom of the middle. Yes, sure, that works. That's so cool! Wow, what's the hmm. what's the biggest family that you know? Like, I know a family, I believe, of like fourteen kids, like eleven. Yeah, yeah, I think I know. Wild, thirteen. Those inflation prices gotta be killer. Don't say that. That's rude. No, I'm, I'm not trying to be rude. People can have as many kids as they want. Absolutely, I love children. When people say are like, oh cost so much like let people do what they want okay all right add that to the tab wow i really need to call bc i really need it to be seven fifteen. that's fine we can do are we able to go to break no because we have to have four segments we have to have three segments we could do a longer segment in the middle or the end oh wow you just have to have three segments it doesn't matter how you split them up yeah how come you've never said this to me that's just. I thought it was understood. That, that's just radio. I, you guys, I know next to nothing about radio. I, I mean, was told you, to show that, up true. and talk. You've, and you've been here you've for been here since. You've been and here since August. You guys point at this screen with a ton of numbers <laughs> on it, and you're like, "It's that number right there." And I'm like, "I don't know what I'm looking at." I'm sorry. It's like when you're at a fast food place and you're trying to order off the menu, and the thing changes so fast. Oh. And I can't see it. It goes to. Uh, what? Yeah. The thing changes. The the menu. Like, yeah, it it's like, like scrolls. A, it's like a TV. It's the automatic ones. When McDonald's started doing all their renovations, they switched all those electronic boards. <gasps> ben Simmons is not on the Nets bench, nor is he See, in the arena. This is what I'm talking about. It's so stupid. Because of his ongoing back. Yeah, like he's probably sitting at home. Like, do something with your life. Well, don't make fun of people with back issues. That's Yeah, you professional athlete, you're so pathetic. Yeah, that's not me, but no. Let me guess, you could have gone to the NFL if you didn't get hurt. That's a tough one. Uh, probably not. Probably the not amount the of men who say that. That is true. I mean, there is... Uh, I've never heard that, to be honest. That's because you're not a female. The the There's the normal thing to say when, when that's like, I could have played in college, but... I got hurt. I got hurt. Okay, we're going to take a break. On the other side of this break, this was a terrible segment. Please don't listen back and judge this. Judge me on this. I thought it was electric. Zip it. Oh, add it to the tally. <laughs> We're going to take a break, and on the other side of this will be BC to break down Oshawn Math's documentary and Scott Frost next. Back to the Ticket Weeknights on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Here's your host, Nicole Griffin. Welcome back in Ticket Weeknights, Nicole and Nick, Carter, all hanging out with you tonight. Fun show so far. Go back, listen. You can listen on YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, wherever you get podcasts. 
wherever you really listen to stuff. So we are, I need to give my sports updates. So, cause this is a sports show. Mm-hmm. So Boston is um, up 58 to 50 on Brooklyn in the third. So Brooklyn is probably going to get swept at home. That's embarrassing. And it's reported that Ben Simmons isn't even in the building. Yeah. So he's not on the bench, not even in the building. And then the Lincoln Stars are in a playoff game at home at the Icebox against the Waterloo. The last score update I got was 3 nothing, And it doesn't. 4-1. to one. All right. Good, good margin still. Goal, Lincoln, beautifully done. Marcellus? Marcellus? 4-1. Good stuff. Game one of three. Game one of three. So it is a series. The Clark Cup playoffs are a game. Best of three. Shout out Carter. He knows a lot about the USHL playoffs. Big USHL guy. We are. It's because I produce outside the box. That's right. (laughs) Hey, just act act smart, you know? Yeah, exactly. So uh, we got some football to talk. Scott was just on the radio from 6 to 7. We're going to talk with BC of 24-7. I want to get some thoughts on O'Shawn Mathis and his 13-minute documentary that he dropped. BC is here, by the way. He is? Yeah. He is. How did you guys know that? Uh, Harrison called him. BC, hi. Hi. I was listening to you talk about the USHL. You know, I used to uh, used to cover the Lincoln Stars, so if we want to wow. get into some puck talk, we can. Yes. Puck, puck talk. Yes. Did you? Um, what was the most exciting thing you covered in the USHL? Um, I like, I mean, I don't know if they're still fighting as much as they used to when I was doing it, but I, you could always expect the teams I covered had some guys who loved to mix it up. So they would drop gloves like two or three times a game. And, uh, that, that was always enjoyable. I mean, maybe it's a little questionable me to enjoy like watching 17 year olds duke it out so (laughs) much, but I I did. Sometimes I I think people forget the age range that this is. People think that it's minor league. Mm-hmm. hockey which by definition it is yeah they're but paid. they're like teenagers yeah they they are but i i did see there were some incredible players and some of them went on to the nhl i can't think of all the names but there was a guy and his first name was lioness he was from sweden and it was a shootout and man did he have the sweetest move i ever saw to score a goal i mean the goalie was like over by the you know, by the bench by the time he juked him out. So that, that play I still remember, and I wish there was, like, footage of it because I've still wow. I've still never seen a shootout move quite like it. You didn't have your phone out? You weren't recording? I think back then it was, like, uh, a flip phone that I had. Oh. You know, I'm I'm older than – I'm kind of old. No, you're so. not. <laughs> yeah, so I am. You just, got, right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you just got done listening to good old Scott – um, what what did we learn? And by we, I mean you, because you listened. Yeah, um, I would have, of course, I would have rather been listening to, to you. <laughs> yes, seven. That's fantastic. Um, I wouldn't say there was a big headline from it. You know, he didn't really get specific about any injuries, um, like anybody who's out for an extended period of time. He said the QB competition is still a fight. He doesn't want to crown anybody yet because mm. I know the assumption is it's Casey Thompson's job. I sort of think that myself, but the head coach isn't saying that. Um, you know, beyond that, uh, it really it was, I would say, not the most eventful hour. So 
I'm sorry that I pushed back uh, coming on the show an hour because I don't I don't know that I got a huge headline out of it. Well, as you should. You deserve no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, right now, the Huskers are uh, lacking on the DN, uh, the D-line side. Um, what did, did Scott talk about that? Um, is there room for concern, especially with Casey Rogers just entering the portal? And this is, or not just entering, but he entered. And this kind of twofold. So I quote tweeted Casey Rogers yesterday. He was in um, LA. And I just, I thought the photo, fo- I, don't, I don't really retweet a lot of the portal stuff um but I thought the photos were pretty sick and uh, I just said is Casey living his best life and I mean you got a trans you you put your name in the portal and you get a head down to UCS USC and see Lincoln Riley so and I I had some pushback on that tweet I had some people being like Mm -hmm. we don't care we're over this like he left uh, it was kind of not the most friendly so um where do you think what did Frost say about the D-line and then also like are people kind of bitter about Casey or is it where where do you see the waters on that so so you're kind of jabbing the fan base about the breakup like right after it is that what what's the case you, and you're recruiting for USC it sounds like that's, okay. what, that's how it comes off to me okay no I just thought it looked like a cool picture in LA that's all I'm saying. No, no um you, I, I saw your tweet and it, it's fine I do think people have a lot of angst right now about the D-line, and so that's probably part of the response because, I mean, at the end of spring, Ty Robinson was talking about how those guys who were out there and available, they took on like 400 snaps during the spring, and that's a lot. You know, Mm -hmm. it would have been a time where you'd like to kind of get Ty Robinson off his feet a little bit and some of those guys, and they had to be out there just because they didn't have enough bodies. And so that's really a concern because that's just spring. I mean, let's get to the fall and you're talking about the Big Ten grind. You do have to have not only a durable group of frontline guys, but you've got to have a rotation where you feel like, you know, your fourth, fifth, sixth guys can go in against Iowa and Wisconsin and hold up. And right now I still feel like they need at least one interior guy maybe two interior guys to add. And that's not even talking about O'Shawn Mathis. So, I, I, yeah, I mean, I've, I've been concerned about Nebraska's defensive line situation since last year when Damian Daniels said, you know, he was going to try the NFL. And, you know, Damian had been in the program five years, and he's at that age where you sort of want to see what, what's the next chapter for you. Um, but, boy, are they missing him now. You know, like mm-hmm. he's a guy – that uh, you wish you had. But, I mean, Nash Huttmacher is going to have to be huge. Ty is going to have to be huge. And they're going to have to get a couple guys who just can step right in in the span of two to three months and hit the ground running and, and have good chemistry with the rest of the roster. Like, they had Devin Drew on campus this weekend. He's from Texas Tech, and he's an interior guy who has some experience in the Big 12. So he would be a nice addition. He's from Kansas City. And so Nebraska's sort of a regional school for him. With O'Shawn Mathis, I don't know where that's going to go. I know Nebraska feels like they've put everything into it they could and pretty good about their chances. But I know our Texas people and our 24-7 sports network also think Texas thinks they have him. And then his mom is saying, nobody knows what they're talking about, we'll tell you. So it's, it's one of those where 
uh, you know, people are trying to kind of act like they've got the inside info, and maybe someone does, but I think it's a very select bubble that knows what's actually going to happen on Saturday with that announcement. If Nebraska gets him, though, they would have won against Texas a recruit who basically grew up, you know, within 15 miles of Austin, Texas. So it would be a heck of a pull. We're speaking to Brian Christofferson of Husker 24-7 BC. So I kind of did some research and dove into Nebraska's recruiting classes from basically since the staff got here in 2018. And yes, they had to throw kind of throw that 2018 class together. Um, but they have had 54% of their guys that they've had sign not finish their collegiate eligibility at Nebraska. Um, what does that kind of speak to with the staff's development or or lack thereof, whether that's you know mismanaging players or just not getting or finding guys that are staying around and on campus throughout their whole like eligibility, if that makes sense? No, it's a good question. You know, it what I'd be interested in, and maybe you've done the research, and it would be it, it would be a great story actually is to sort of compare those numbers, you know, within the Big Ten and the country because it's just such a changing landscape in college athletics where it feels less and less like you're actually getting guys to finish it out their senior year at a program. You know, there's like always that one move involved. But your point is still well taken. And I do think along the way, you know, there's been guys who were pretty good players in this program who, for one reason or another, you know, J.D. Spielman was an example, like end up somewhere else, and uh, Wandale Robinson. And I, I know that's, you know, these are got names that kind of touch a nerve with Husker fans because, you know, you're talking about guys who uh, you thought could be like all-conference type of players here, and they end up somewhere else. So, I mean, there is something to be said for, you know, building a culture where you can – maintain more of your roster than the programs you're going against in an age where you basically have to re-recruit everybody that you already get into the program like every year or two. And that's what I think is it's, – it's very difficult for coaches because you didn't used to have to do it to this level. And which coaching staffs do that the best and can ma- maintain sort of consistency with like the – you know, the – the core of their roster were guys who are like third or fourth year guys who sh- sort of show the example. This is how we do things around here. Um, and this is what we don't do around here. And then the next guys come in and they want to be a part of that. And the problem right now that Nebraska has is you've maybe got some good older leaders, but also those guys haven't experienced winning. Mm-hmm. And that's where it gets a little difficult. I think sometimes to preach to younger guys, because you don't have that to kind of sit back on like, look, this is why you should be doing this. Cause we won 10 games last year. The guys in Nebraska's program haven't been able to make that point to younger guys, even if they are like well-intentioned, you know, kind of veteran leaders. So I think your dad is, uh, you know, Nebraska, I would guess maybe has some more than other schools, but that would be really interesting to me is to kind of compare um, just where we're at, you know, in this day and age with so many guys leaving. I remember we were entering a new period in college sports even a decade ago when Clemson had just won, I think, their first national title, and they had a guy who started on their roster in the on one of their trenches, and uh, he said, I'm – I'm leaving. I'm going somewhere else. And I was like, I never saw that before. This guy's a starter on a national championship team. And it was like sort of the, the tipping point where I was like, something's changing around here. And now it's just like, 
man, it's like nothing I've to ever its, seen. To its Nobody's fullest ever extent. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Yeah, it's to its full extent because now it's like programs are just looking for Band-Aids rather than, you know, development projects. They are. And, uh, you know, I don't know, like Casey Rogers, I don't know his, he hasn't said his exact reasons for doing what he's doing as far as I know to anybody. Um, but you wonder, and this is speculation, but it, I think it's it's kind of a fair thing to speculate on. He's a guy who's looking around and he's like, how, wait, how much is O'Shawn Mathis maybe commanding as like a guy from, you know, with his NIL stuff, I'm, I could be valuable somewhere too, you know? And so that's going to be an interesting thing at play now is where guys are looking around and they're saying, okay, so offense and defensive linemen who go in the portal, like everybody just like scrambles to them, like they're free donuts in the break room, basically, (laughs) you know, like I might as well throw my name in the ring and, and uh, play a little leverage game. So I don't know if that's what's at play here. But of all the reasons I've heard or thought about why he is maybe making this move when he was going to be a starter, that one makes the most sense to my uh, my small brain. Okay, well, let's not talk about my friend like that. You have a big brain. Oh, and thank you. Yeah, I want to. <laughs> so I want to transition into the O'Shawn Mathis thing. So um, he drops this twelve minute and forty seven second. YouTube documentary teaser video saying he'll commit between Nebraska and Texas at the end of the month, April 30th. Um, people who don't know, he's a, uh, a pass rusher out of TCU. What did you, obviously we live in a, a society where social media and videos and content creating um, is very prevalent, but I, I don't think I've seen a 13 minute documentary so well done by like college kids um, just talking about their past and their story. And now, you know, you kind of see like the huddle highlights and you don't know which kid we're looking at until they circle the person. So what did you make of the documentary just in itself? Yeah, I, you know, I didn't mind it. I thought, I thought his was sort of telling a story of this is like, who's been important to me and, and sort of how I got where I, I am. And I also don't think he's been throughout the process. Some guys are a little bit like, okay, maybe take the spotlight off yourself for a second here. It gets a little too me, me, me. Mm -hmm. But he hasn't really been that way uh, throughout it. In fact, what I'm finding with guys who enter the portal is that fewer and fewer of them are doing any interviews at all. They've been through that process in high school. They've already played that game where, like, who's your top five, you know, mm-hmm. and they, they, all that. And they're just – they're done with it. They're like, I'm going to do it on my terms. I'm going to do it over here. And when I have something to tell you, I'm going to I'm gonna say it. So, for the most part, he's done that. I mean, he narrowed his list down to five about a month ago. And uh, I think most people in the last couple of weeks kind of knew it was Nebraska and Texas, but he sort of clarified that. And I thought the video was pretty good, and I, I'm not going to knock it. Like, I, I don't, you know, I, there's been times where I've been kind of a curmudgeon about stuff like that, but, 
you know, there, there's a lot of, like, I, I've been privileged enough to cover this, and I make money writing about guys who play college sports and, and all that, so I'm not going to knock people for doing it the way they want to do it and, and, and getting some uh, something out of it themselves. So uh, I definitely don't want to fall into that category. We had, this is Brian Christofferson of 24-7 Sports that we're talking with. I heard Sip say, on um on a podcast that it'll take a strong six figures to get him here and i like the answer is nil i guess but it's like how is that possible like who who is paying six figures to get someone here am i well i mean yeah i mean nebraska's got a pretty good through through the collective agency it's not nebraska specifically but I mean, it's sort of like uh, in between for these universities that there's NIL funds set up and there's, you know, there, there's people who make good money in this state and they want to see this program win. And mm-hmm. so there's a, there's a, you know, businesses and people that fund that stuff. And I, I think a lot of people probably think this has been going on in college sports for a long time, sort of under the table at certain universities, maybe more than people want to acknowledge. Yeah. And now it's just sort of above the table. Like, here it is. This is how it's going to happen. you got to go through this agency. But if, if you're a player of value, you can uh, you can get something out of it. And, you know, a guy like O'Shawn Mathis no doubt realizes, I have a proven resume at TCU. I have uh, a pretty good sack total already um, on my bio. Uh, there's going to be a lot of people who want that. And uh, there's no question, like, whoever he picks on Saturday, I mean, it's going to it's gonna be the trumpet sounds from whichever fan base yeah. claims him. And, uh, you know, it, at some point, like, uh, most fans aren't really involved in, you know, the giving of money or anything that, that goes with this NIL stuff. So that, what they really care about is, did we get a really good player or did we not? Mm-hmm. And... Um, it's just uh, it's just interesting how how that's shifting. But I do know Nebraska is very well stocked in the collective they have with NIL, and uh, that makes them formidable and stuff like this. But you know, I think Texas is too. So I mean, all these big schools are. And final question before we let you go: um, How I I don't know if it's a magic crystal ball, but um, you say that Texas, the twenty four seven Texas people think Texas has him. Nebraska thinks that they have a they've laid out the red carpet for him where who do which way does the does it lean a little bit to who's going to get him my my prediction is he's going to pick Texas but I don't say that with um a lot of conviction I think Nebraska people actually do feel pretty good about it and it's it's really to me sort of a toss-up but the reason I say what I do is because I kind of think about like if when he announces Saturday, which would surprise me a little bit more. And I guess I come back to if Nebraska is able to pull a guy um, out of his home state and maybe he wants to get away. I mean, it could be a deal where at the end he's, he's him and his mom, his mom's like, I can travel up there that it'll be made possible to do that. And, um, it's a different place to go to than I've been around, and let's 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 try a, a new area code. That sometimes happens in recruiting, but there's no question that Texas is like the neighborhood school for him, 
And so that's why I keep coming back to if Nebraska wins this one, it'll be one of the one of the great recruiting wins in in the, the recent years for the program. The other part of this is real quick is um, you know Gary Patterson was his coach at TCU, and now he's at Texas as like a special assistant to Steve Sarkeesian. So it kind of comes down to does Gary Patterson have that bond of, you know of having been his head coach and a real good pull there. Or uh, can Nebraska negate that? And um, that's that's where the family, I'd have to say, has been pretty tight-lipped, and that's why mm-hmm. it makes it a pretty uh, interesting drama for this weekend. Well, we will know on April 30th. So thanks, BC. We appreciate it. Thanks for taking the time. Thanks for pushing our interview back an hour. <laughs> oh, I appreciate man. you always coming on. So thank you. <laughs> no, I, I like being here. Thanks for having me, guys. Bye, BC. Brian Christofferson, 24-7. He believes that O'Shawn Mathis might pick Texas. Good stuff. He's 15 minutes away from Austin. Yeah. Miles. Minutes, miles. We'll see. If the speed limit's 60 miles an hour, you're just 15 minutes. Speed limit's 80 in South Dakota. We're going to take a break. On the other side of this break, we're going to finish up the show, talk some volleyball, because we have not done that in an hour and 40 minutes. We'll do that next. Back to the Ticket Weeknights. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Here's your host, Nicole Griffin. Saving the best for last. Nebraska Volleyball, fresh off of their spring match exhibition win. 3-0 3-1 against Kansas in Grand Island at the Heartland Event Center. Such an amazing opportunity for the state and for the program. Coach Cook afterwards said, said that they have about a, a running list of 10 places that they need to get to for this spring match. And um, they honored their commitment to stay in Grand Island because they were supposed to go to Grand Island in 2020. And then the oh, pandemic hit. And obviously. so... Um, they stuck to that commitment, and it was a great experience. It was um, I was a little overwhelmed because it was new environment for me. I get overwhelmed, um, and it's fine. It's just like professional work stuff. Like new, new. Uh, anytime I'm in a new arena or a new stadium, yep. just like parking. Where do I go? And I couldn't yeah. find the west entrance, and the sun sets west. So I'm like, okay, the sun is over here. The door has to be over here, but yeah, there wasn't like a. The door was like, oh, not only authorized use. Do not enter. And then that was the door I needed to go in. Well, and, and I saw in the media email that they it was all first come first serve parking. So how soon did you get there? I got there an hour and a half before. Okay, did you and, get a good spot? Yeah, it was big. Oh, good. It was like a huge parking lot. So, cool. um, six thousand people. The the match sold out in less than ten minutes. We know this state. We know people love Nebraska volleyball. And Cook alluded to potentially playing in Pinnacle Bank yeah, because Trev is pushing him to, pushing him to, and he hasn't quite committed to that. But could you I, – I know people, volleyball is an intimate sport. They want to uh, – the Devaney was 
projected to be bigger and then they brought it down to i don't know how many people fit there six thousand eight thousand i think it's i think it's like almost close to eighty five hundred okay i want to say and then um it was supposed to be more but then they yeah. shrunk it down um but could you imagine having i tweeted the, that soundbite out and a lot of people are saying like play play in memorial stadium like you'd mm-hmm. get fifty thousand and it's just i don't know if that could be a non-con game if that would be a regular season um but the spring match, I know people love having it out west. Central Nebraska is not west Nebraska. It's west to Lincoln. It's west to Omaha. But um, west- Scott Frost loves those people out there. Why are we talking about him during volleyball? I, they're not. He he would mention. He talked about. Why it did you bring that up? <laughs> My bad. That's actually like kind of annoying that you did that. I'm sorry. So don't ever do that again. I won't. Never speak again, Carter. What do you think about the spring game? The spring match. I don't know. It's exciting, I guess. Thanks, Alexis. She goes, my favorite people and place. Shout it out. Um, what do you think about Nebraska volleyball playing in PBA? Nick? I would love it. I, I actually would love it. I think they could get 13, 14, 15,000 people. Oh, I'm sure they could. Well, how many people? Is it 16? 19. Is it 19? 19? Yeah. Oh, then they're they're selling that out. I thought that, I honestly thought the capacity was 15. So if they're if they can get nine, if there's 19, yes, they're going to they're going to sell out. People, I, I don't know. I also like, sizing. I also think that maybe you'd be able to draw like a little a bigger opponent. Also, even if it is for a spring match, like I I, I said the idea of what if Danny Busboom Kelly brings Louisville up mm. here for just a spring match exhibition. So no, can't win or lose. Yes, they did have Kansas, like, which Kansas was in the Final Four a couple years ago. Power Five it program, is. like it, it could, absolutely could, is. Could, Let's play could. Texas in PBA. Oof, that would be because volleyball could bring. No knock to these programs, but like a Concordia. You know what I mean? They could mm-hmm. do a, a real exhibition game, like when men's basketball plays Doan and almost loses at home. Yeah, and then counts it as a win later on in the season. Woof. <laughs> so they, that, I think that'd be awesome. A couple things to take away from the spring game. Nicklin Hames started, and she started at setter, and Cook was asked about it in post game, and he said she's their best setter they have right now. And so we've had a lot of narratives of Nicklin playing some kind of special position, some kind of uh, different position, back row maybe, having uh, Kennedy Orr take over take over the reins at setter. But I have not joked about this because it's real. I have only known Nicklin Hames as the setter at Nebraska Volleyball. Yeah. And I also only knew Adrian Martinez as the quarterback. Now that will change this fall. But for my three years here, I've only known those two as those positions, which is kind of longevity, which doesn't really happen. Maddie Kubik is a rock. She led uh, in kills. She had 20 kills. She's now playing with her sister. Hayden Kubik is on the team. Hayden um, had match point. So that was really precious to see. Makes the heart warm. Becca Alec out of Waverly was rocking a corn headband. Shout out the Lincoln Running Co. You can get it downtown Lincoln. I love that store. And um, it was a, I tweeted it out. It's just a corn headband with an N on it, which I'm kind of surprised. More people don't wear that. Like football? They wear headbands. Yeah. Maybe it's not Adidas. It has to be Adidas. No, it doesn't. No, I don't think so. Okay. One, one, one interesting thing that you did say about being ha- with Nicklin as the setter. I mean, Ken, if you remember, Kennedy Orr was the number one overall recruit in the country in her class. I know. It's it's unbelievable. It, it's crazy. And then you see what, how Nebraska is like measured up at middle blocker as well. And Callie Schwarzenbach obviously going to transfer to Long Beach State but played a and limited she played. role. 
played a little bit of a limited in role. In the had spring five, match. Yes, I know. In the spring match, had five kills, I believe, in the spring match. And uh, they're still expecting Caitlin Horde to... to the, the trans uh Kennedy Horde? No, it's Caitlin Horde, isn't it? Hor- oh, Horde. Horde from... I yeah, Kennedy Orr. Orr. Yeah. Yeah, Caitlin Horde uh, from the transfer from Penn State, who is an all-American middle blocker, to still be here. So... Even though Kelly Schwartzenbach's not going to be here and, and following Tyler Hildebrand to Long Beach State, they're getting an All-American. And they're also awaiting Kayla Caffey's eligibility to play her seventh yeah. collegiate season. That's right. She should have like a doctorate or something. She's going to be a teacher, yeah. actually. She's a teacher. That's She's right. a substitute teacher. I think she did tell me that when the, when everybody was at Tanner's that one night. I think she, I do remember hearing that. She was there. You yeah. talked to her at Tanner's. Yeah, yeah, we were we had doing you just a station casually thing. Dro- he just casually we dropped doing, that. We were doing a station thing at at Tanner's, and they were all there. And yeah, I love Tanner's, but they broke my heart. Why? They no longer sell mini corn dogs. Oh. They sell them on the kids menu, and you only get five, and they don't like, a lot like letting you order them. They don't let you do it like a la carte. What does that mean? Just an order of mini corn dogs. No. Shoot. Don't. You have to. You get five, and you get fries. Because they used to have it as an app, and you got like 30 of them. Really? And I, ah. I went there, and I was... That's a shame. So sad. And Runza canceled the corn dogs, mini corn dogs. Why is really? everyone canceling mini corn dogs? That is... They are know. my weakness. Corn dog, mini corn mini dogs. Mini corn dogs are my weakness. Mini corn dogs are better than like the actual corn dog on a stick and stuff, though. Depends. Are you at a fair? The state fair may be the only place that... Corn dogs are better than the mini corn dogs. I like regular corn dogs. Oh, yeah? Okay. Not bad. Just chiming in. Just food take? Food take from Carter? We're not doing food takes anymore. Actually, no. If you want to listen to the food takes, it's the first. You started. It's my show. I can talk about this stuff. And I I don't have a daily show like Nick, so you can't use that You have a weekend show. Well, I haven't done it for a couple weeks, but (laughs) technically, yeah, I guess. And then, okay, do more things on volleyball. Um... Omaha, Final Four, the road to Omaha this year. Yeah. Run it back, except for we don't have Lawrence difference, so can't really run it back. And then that's exciting, though. Coach Cook says that he's excited about this fall. He's ready to get after it, and this team's really good. Because <laughs> they win the Natty every time the, the Final they Four are, is in Omaha. They're literally expected yes. to make the Final Four. Or Cook, if, Cook, if it's in Omaha or KC, they win the Natty. Cook has been in the postseason for 40 straight seasons. What? what? What's this place going to be like if there ever is a time that Nebraska volleyball is not in the NCAA tournament? It's not. It's, it's like think it like we've got death, we've got taxes. Nebraska volleyball in postseason play. We've gotten somewhat used to Husker football not in bowl games. After that, you know they had the longest streak or whatever. If if Nebraska volleyball doesn't make it to the postseason. Burn it down. Yo. That's when we know we've... Fire really, Coach we've, Cook. We've, no, I'm just kidding. I'm oh just kidding. My. I'm kidding. Speak about... Talk about hot takes. He'll be a, he'll be a failure if he doesn't make the buzz. <laughs> we just expect them to go to the final four. I, I really hope you get a text. Trev is like... John's like... Trev's, Coach Cook's like, you want to fire me, Nicole? Yeah, text me, Cook. We have each other's numbers. He yeah. can text me if he wants. Also, the last one. Coach Cook has a horse named Bud, <laughs> and he has an Instagram account, and if you're not following him, you should be. I I saw the picture of the tw- of the trailer. Yeah, I, um, I don't want to talk about that. Why? Because I retweeted it. I thought it was real. Oh, it's not real. Okay, no. I thought I thought it was real, so I wanted to I wanted to see. <gasps> yeah, 
we have a special guest. We have a what kind of dog is that? We have we have a wiener dog puppy who just came in with um, talking tens. Dixie. So if you're what, it's a girl. Okay, so I'm like shouting. I have my headphones on. Well, this is pink and sparkly. I don't know. And so, wow, train of thought. Uh, the, the the horse trailer. But no, the, if you're watching on the video stream, you should see the cute dog that just yawned. Can I hold her? Can I hold her? Yeah. Oh, it's your dog. Kathy. Ginger's therapy dog. Oh, my gosh. Can they see? Yeah, they can. Yep, you're on the stream. Okay, so one last thing. Um, I'm checking Coach Cook's horse's Instagram followers. <laughs> I follow him. Um, 738. For a horse's Instagram. And he's on the roster. He's on the volleyball roster. On, on Huskers.com? Yeah. Are you serious? He's an, assist, he's an assistant coach. Uh, a volunteer coach. <laughs> that is awesome. I love that. Oh my, she's shaking. There's the music. Okay, you can take it back. They have to hand the dog back. She's shaking. She's so scared. Okay, great show. We talked a ton of sports. Go back and listen. Follow Coach Cook's horse on Instagram. Um, My mind is blown that Bud is on the roster. He's on the roster. It's great love story. Awesome. I'm hopefully going to do a story on it for, at 10-11, so that's coming soon. Great, great content for April 25th. Yeah, exactly. Food takes. Nick's opinion that... Doesn't matter. Shall n- never see the light of day again. Nope, never. So, yes. Um, how much time do I have left? Point up. Look at the ten seconds. Like, ten seconds. Okay, everyone, have a great day. Um, go pick up some trash. Be a good person. Make someone smile. I'll see you guys next week. Bye. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.